0: The Barn Isle, episode 8, When the Air Clears. Hello everybody, how are you today? Welcome to the Barn Isle. My name is Denise Yule and I'm your host and I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I'm a USHJA certified hunter-jumper trainer, a barn owner, and I have over 30 years professional experience in the industry. And I want to pay it forward to all of you by sharing my experience and provide ideas to help you with your riding and your horse. The main purpose of this podcast is to offer everyday conversations like one I might have when I'm at the stables talking to you in the barn aisle. Well, I have to say what a crazy couple of weeks it's been here in the Pacific Northwest and actually the entire West Coast because basically the West Coast has been on fire and we've had to deal with circumstances that are fairly unprecedented in the history of our area. Although seasonal wildfires are not uncommon, the plume of smoke that was created by the wildfires from California, Oregon, and Washington created hazardous air all around the region. And of course, as horse owners, we were all panicking about the respiratory health of our animals. So as any good human being would do, I did a deep dive into Google and uh, attempted to find some definitive information on the best way to treat our horses in this type of situation. I became quite familiar with air quality index and what that means for both humans and animals and developed a plan to keep my horses happy and healthy until the smoke clears. So, the wildfires became an issue halfway through one of our horse shows here, and it it created hazardous air quality and many owners and trainers made the choice to remove their horses from the showgrounds and take them home and not compete them in the air quality absolutely yes we must be an advocate for our horse but whether it's air quality or footing or weather or stabling conditions it's still a judgment call on the part of the horse's owner rider and or trainer one of the biggest things i've learned over the last couple weeks is that when there's a crisis it often brings out the best in people but it also brings out the worst in people. As Newton's third law of motion states, for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction. I think that's true of human nature, too. For every individual that does things one way, there's another individual that says, no, that's the incorrect way. Here's a better way. Here's a different way. Here is the way and when we begin speaking in absolutes our minds become narrow and unyielding I feel I'm a person of science and I like to take the facts and I like to take the data and then extrapolate my opinion but my opinion is just that my opinion based on the information I have at hand so here are some facts fact number one Smoke is made up of a complex mixture of gases and fine particles produced when wood and other organic materials burn. The biggest threat from smoke is from the fine particles. Because of the minute size of these particles, they are easily inhaled deep into the lung tissue. Bacteria, viruses, tobacco smoke, pet dander, household dust, insecticide dust, coal dust, all of these pollutants that are more or less part of everyday living are also very small particles that can be inhaled into the lungs. So without a doubt, humans and horses are constantly assaulted with a variety of particles that can get immersed into the lung tissue. Fact number two, air and particles enter the lungs through the process of breathing. Inhalation. As long as we're breathing, we're inhaling pollutants and irritants. Fact number three, the only way to avoid inhaled irritants is to not breathe them in. Based on those three facts, then we go to probability. And this is where the science can get muddied. The probability of inhaling irritants into your lungs increases with the greater concentration of these particles in the air. It then follows that eliminating exertion shall reduce the risk of inhalation of particles. So what does that mean during wildfires? It means you shouldn't exert yourself when it's smoky out because your risk of inhaling toxic particulates is higher. But where do you draw the line with what is right and what is wrong for your horse? There is no absolutes, in my opinion. You need to know your horse. You need to know your horse's health, just as you need to know yourself, and you need to know your health. Can I warm myself and my horse up at the walk and jump minimal jumps before I head into the arena? Or do I need to gallop my horse around the schooling area for 20 minutes? How many rounds does my horse have? Is it the beginning of the week or is it the end of the week? Can I give my horse a couple weeks off to recuperate? Can I give myself a couple weeks off to recuperate? A horse with previous history of pneumonia or heaves is at a much greater risk than a healthy horse that is kept in an environment that is relatively free of dust, pollens, and molds on a daily basis. So I guess the point I'm trying to get across is that there is no absolute right or wrong answer to the question, should I have been showing my horse on a smoky day with a high AQI? Everybody wants to do what they think is best. There's two sides to every argument and a whole lot of gray area in between. One individual might believe that horses should not be used for recreation or sport at all that they should be allowed to run free with no influence from outside human contact. The other side of the spectrum might believe that horses are beasts of burden and were put upon this earth for us to use as we see fit. And Like I said there's a whole lot of gray area in between. Those of us who use horses for sport because sport has a high economic cost It is in our best interest to treat these animals just as we would treat any athlete. Try to keep them healthy, try to keep them happy. Since exposure to pollutants is obviously inevitable at some point in everybody's life, whether it's wildfire smoke or high pollen levels, what we need to do as caretakers of these animals is be aware of the potential risks and weigh them against the potential benefits and be aware of what we can do to lessen the negative effects. Nothing can change the fact that modern horse keeping predisposes horses to lung ailments. We bed our horses and shavings or straw. We feed them hay that has been stored and has had a chance to accumulate dust and molds riding arenas, trails, pastures, they all can become dusty during dry weather. Now obviously if things were wet we probably wouldn't have wildfires but that has not been the case in the American West. We've been in a drought, things are dry, and things have burned. So when we have exposure to wildfire smoke caution is our best tool. Just as the EPA warns humans of excessive exercise during poor air quality. The same would be true for our horses. Veterinarians are advising respiratory rest, in other words avoid exertion, keep moisture available by soaking the hay, watering paddocks if necessary, and keeping barn aisles and even shaving sprinkled with water to minimize dust as an additional irritant. When monitoring your horse be aware of their respiration rate. If you notice increased nostril flare or your horse is breathing at a rate of greater than 30 breaths per minute, they are probably in some sort of respiratory distress. Also notice if the horse seems a little lethargic or off of their food, be aware of a cough with nasal discharge which could be a sign of a secondary bacterial infection in the lungs. The advice that I have received has ranged from two to six weeks for a horse to heal or clean out their lungs post exposure to wildfire smoke. So as a horse owner you need to realize that your fit horse that lives in a well-managed stable is probably in better shape and will take less time to recover from poor air quality than an aged horse that is living in a dusty dry paddock. So is there a right or wrong answer to should I ride my horse at a horse show during a smoke event? Well I'm going to leave that decision up to you because you know your horse, you know how fit they are, you know what their living conditions are, you know what the regular environment is and you know how your horse reacts under stress. Can you give your horse some time to rest and recuperate or do you have other horse shows planned in the near future? And realize there's always going to be somebody who will pass judgment or disagree with you. Take the time to consider the facts, be informed, and be pragmatic. And do what you feel is right for your situation. That's all I have for you today. I hope to talk to you again soon in the barn aisle. Have a great one. Hi there, it's Denise again. I hope you're enjoying my podcast and finding my segment somewhat useful to your daily life around the barn. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics for my show, please reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. I can be found at Barn Isle Podcast. Thanks so much for your support, and I'll be talking to you next week.